today to have an opportunity to talk with Katuta Lumpa. And I better find out for you, Katuta, where do you live? Because I want to introduce you to people. I live in Huntingdon in Cambridgeshire. And that's in the UK, England, because we have a good few listeners around the world who might not ever have heard of Cambridgeshire. Fairly unlikely, but you never know. So you live, that's where you live. And you're delighted to meet you. We'll talk about Postmasters. But Uh tell me, what club are you a member of in District 71? I belong to um, Stevenage Speakers, which is in Hertfordshire. I joined Stevenage Speakers because that's what where I used to live before. In actual fact, I still work in Stevenage, but I live about 45 minutes away in Huntingdon. So I commute every million, day. That's not a million miles from London, really, is it? If you, uh, you know, what's it, about 40 miles from London? It, it's about 20 minutes on the train. Yes. So oh. very close. Stevenage. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely, lovely. And is that a big club? Is Stevenage Club a big club? It's uh, it's growing. Uh, we've got about 12 members at the moment and we are running um, a series of activities to bring on new members. So we're very active on um, LinkedIn and we're getting quite a lot of visitors from all over the world, actually, because we, we are an online club, online only at the moment. Ah, now that's a very important thing because some people listening to this might actually want to visit you. What days of the week do you, or what, when do you meet? We meet uh, on Thursdays, the second and fourth week every month on Thursdays. Oh, great. Well, I haven't visited yet, so I look forward <laughs> to coming. So tell me, when was it that you first joined Toastmasters? I first joined Toastmasters in um, December 2019. So that means I've been a member for about three years. <laughs> and you got in you got in just before the pandemic. Exactly, exactly. Because I remember this very well. Just when, um, uh, just after joining the committee and my first role on the committee was Sergeant at Arms. Uh, before I had the chance to speak, COVID came and we went online. <laughs> so you joined the club and within a very short period of time, you put yourself forward, you were elected onto the club committee. Well, it, it was about, because I joined in um, December 2019, the elections were in June. Ah, yeah. So about six months. <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely. And what, what, persuaded you to join Toastmasters? What persuaded me to join Toastmasters? I wanted to enhance my communication skills. Uh, just before I joined Toastmasters, I was invited to speak at a school in Kalulushi, my hometown in Zambia, in Africa. And the school invited me to speak because they wanted me to try and share my journey, how it happened that I went from Kalulushi, this very small town in Zambia, and ended up working at Airbus, where I am right now. They thought that my journey could inspire some of the uh, school children at the school. 
so they invited me to talk about STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. After I spoke, it was the first time I was speaking to a big group of students, and I was asked to if I could help them start a mentorship program. I realized that I needed to improve my public speaking um, skills <laughs> because I'd be doing a lot more of uh, these speaking in public. So that's why I joined Toastmasters. <laughs> what was it like, the, your first experience of talking to a big group? It was very... ever joined Toastmasters. What was it like for you? What do what you mean, at the school or when I joined? At, at the, school, the school. At the school. What was it like? Well, I must say at, at the school, I was very, very surprised just how inspiring it was. I thought I was there to inspire the, the school children, you know, to work hard, to do as much as they, they could to... Um, you know, enhance their opportunities. But by the time I was leaving, just because of the way they responded to me, I was inspired. And I thought, yeah, truly, truly, I need to do something to help the school children. And when I came back to Airbus, because I'm a member of a volunteer group called Airbus Africa Community, I spoke to the other people at work about the experience I just had at the school. And they said, actually, we've been getting invitations from other schools in Africa for employees like us who, who have done engineering to visit schools in Africa. So instead of just starting a mentorship program for your school in Kalulushi, why don't we think about starting something bigger for all of Africa? Um, the Airbus Africa community has got about 600 uh, members from different parts of Africa. So we thought if we establish something for one school and if it works well, we'll copy and paste to other schools so that we share ideas and what's coming out of the schools as well as what we take into the schools as well. <laughs> well, that's a terrific introduction to you. <laughs> I'll come back to I'll come back to Airbus and uh, things about yourself uh, later on. In but can I just first of all delve into what exactly were you hoping to get out of Toastmasters? Was it anything more specific than I need to improve my public speaking skills? Was it anything in particular you were looking for? Well, to be honest, because. Because from the outside, I didn't know much about Toastmasters. As far as I was concerned, it's somewhere I could come and learn how to speak, learn in inverted commas, learn to speak in public. I used to, I was terrified of speaking in public, to be honest. So I wanted to come and overcome this fear. But after joining Toastmasters, or since joining Toastmasters, I've realized that it's more than just public speaking, um, there's leadership skills as well. They, we've got an online educational program uh, called Pathways. Apart from that, um, there is the network that you can extend. And the more people you meet, the more you realize that, that you know people come from all different backgrounds. So th there is just so much more to Toastmasters than public speaking. Uh, the other thing that I forgot is... Um, project management as well, because when you're organizing contests or as vice president of education 
organizing the fortnightly meetings. These are all project management skills you're enhancing. So yeah, there's more to Toastmasters than I realized. <laughs> Did you find when you joined first, it was Stevenish Club you joined. Did, yes. did you try a few other clubs or did you, was literally Stevenage the first one you went to? I joined another club before I came to Stevenage uh, Speakers. There I met someone who was a member of two clubs and they shared with me that joining two clubs gives you two times the opportunities to, to speak. I, w I wanted to progress uh, quite quickly because of what I was doing. So I joined two clubs. Oh, um, well, I have to ask you what the two. other club is then. <laughs> the other club is North Hearts, North Hearts Speakers. It's in Hitchin. And do you now live fairly near that club? Or? Before moving back to Huntingdon, where I am, I used to live in Hitchin, which is very close to North Hearts, yes. And the impression I have then is that you're a person who you know, wants to practice your skills, would make as many speeches or play as many roles as possible. Would that be correct? That is what I wanted to do because I realized that um, I needed to give myself that opportunity for the ex exposure uh, to speak to speak in, in front of people and being a part of two clubs gave me that opportunity. At least that's how it started anyway. That was the thinking at the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, taking it from today, then looking forward in terms of what you're hoping to gain from your Toastmaster experience, let's say over the next few years, what would be your one or two biggest things you're hoping to gain? Over the next two years, two over the next two years, I just want to carry on on the same path I, as I am. Um, the more I can do what I'm doing, speaking, practicing the speaking and taking on various leadership skills, the more skills that I'm developing, because like I said, there is more to Toastmasters. There is the presentation of skills, the you know, speaking, but then there are the presentational tools as well, like PowerPoint, creating websites, um, and tools like that. So the more Zoom is another uh, thing that I've learned since joining Toastmasters. So yeah, that's what I want to do. Just do more and more. Uh, because, okay. Go on. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, what I was just going to say is, at the same time as I'm enhancing my skills, I'm sharing these skills with other people in the mentorship program, like I mentioned. So, yeah, it, it, it's... Well, it sounds like a really good experience you're, you're having. What, what, what's been your greatest challenge? I would say my greatest and biggest challenge was getting started, getting started with the speaking because it's something for several years that absolutely terrified me. And instead of um, giving myself that opportunity to speak, I used to run away from, from speaking because as far as I was concerned, it's something that I didn't necessarily have to do. And I guess you could say that speaking in front of the school 
gave me that um I wouldn't say excuse, but the help me out. <laughs> the opportunity. Um more more than opportunity, I guess. A reason, something like a reason. Um they say some sometimes there are some things that are a lot more important than our fear. A sense of purpose? Was it exactly purpose, yeah. Purpose. Exactly. I realized that actually I could help uh, people. I could help a community. I could help this school by connecting uh, engineers where I work in Airbus to this uh, school in Kalulushi. They were they definitely needed um, the connection to industry. So yeah, it gave me a sense of purpose and gave me a reason to want to overcome my fear. <laughs> and you were pretty quickly elected to be a sergeant at arms in one of the clubs. And uh, in terms of club leadership, what happened next then in your, we'll call it your Toastmasters career? After my um, election as sergeant at arms, the other things that I did were in the club contests. I was a chief judge and helped organize uh, contests. And also I took on roles as a timer, counter, you know, all the different roles in in contests. Then I took a break from Toastmasters because whilst I was doing Toastmasters and working full-time, I started studying part-time. And that's when I, I decided to uh, stop attending one club or I had to sort of drop one, one club because I had to, a lot of things going on, yeah. So I took a, a, a short break from Toastmasters whilst I finished my part-time studying. Then when I came back to Toastmasters, I became VP of Education. Ah, yes. Such an, Im- well, I'm, all the roles are important, but uh, <laughs> tell me, tell me, did you find that uh, role a pain in the neck or did you love it? I I, I have enjoyed it, uh, apart from VP of education or before VP education, I was also and still am a pathway champion. So when new members join the club, I'll take them through easy speak, then also take them through pathways. For me, that was the bridge between being sergeant at arms or a normal member and also VP of education. So I had a taste already of VP education through my pathways champion um <laughs> and and now you're about to become area director a district officer so what, what's that what's the hope you have from that role yeah let's take it that way what do you hope you'll gain out of being an area director is is to give back two things give back um to toastmasters having gained so much uh, from Toastmasters, but also it's to um, enhance my leadership skills beyond the club even more. Um, as VP of Education, and I missed out one role as well that I did actually just before or whilst doing VP of Education, I was Assistant Area Director and I was supporting the current Area Director, Mandy Davis. Um so that gave me an insight into what 
area directors do. And also through that, I was fortunate enough not only to visit my old club, North Hearts, but to visit four other clubs in the area as well, including a corporate club that we've got in the area called GSK. And I, I really, really enjoyed it because the other thing that I realized that although Toastmasters is fairly standard, different clubs do different things, even though it's the same brand. <laughs> so yeah. I really, really enjoyed that. That's really great. That's, that. Now, let me, I want you to imagine something for a minute. <laughs> I want you to imagine that you have become the ultimate power or, or ultimate authority in Toastmasters International, right? And you can change one thing, one thing. And it, whatever you decide to change, that will be changed. So this is what, uh, what is the one thing from your experience, from all your thoughts and wishes and hopes and everything, what would you most want to change? If I were to change one thing, probably <laughs> I'd have more contests, maybe. I'd have more contests. One thing I, I, I realized, one of the surprising, okay, how, sh how should I put this? I'd have more contests because because having just taken part in the recent international speech contest, it dawned on me just how much you learn as part of being in a contest. And I also enjoyed the journey so much that enhanced my experience as a Toastmaster as well, because in as far as we were speaking and that was the purpose of taking part in the contest. It was to speak, but I made so many friendships as well with other contestants as we were going on the journey <laughs> from club to area, then to division. Then I was fortunate enough, although I didn't uh, qualify as a contestant to speak at the district, I was invited as a test speaker and I had the opportunity of meeting people that I've only seen on online, including the other contestants in person, including yourself, Paul. So I think for me, I'd probably, if it were possible, because I know it takes a lot in terms of organization to have the contest, but I'll definitely have more contests if I, if I will were to change one thing, yeah, just oh. because of the learning that you get. Well, that's fantastic. Now, look, <laughs> me something. What do? You, what are your interests outside Toastmasters? What, yes. What? What mm -hmm. else are you interested in other than you know improving yourself and making life better for other people? What else? I love to play tennis. It's something I've done uh, from childhood. I love to swim. Uh, I read a lot. <laughs> Nowadays, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Um, oh, no, I have to interrupt you. I have to ask you, what are you reading at the moment? Give me, give me a recommendation. <laughs> at the moment, uh, my favorite author at the moment is someone called Brené Brown. Uh -huh. Brené Brown. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Give us a little, uh, 
give us a little bit to to whet the appetite for this uh, pretty pretty uh, popular and well known American uh, speaker. Um, it's, I've I've read um, at least four or five books by Brené Brown. The latest one that I've been reading is one called Atlas of the Heart. Yeah, where she talks about the common emotions um, in people. So that's that's what I'm reading at the moment. Great. Well, Rene Brown comes highly recommended from <laughs> you. That's a pretty uh, a pretty good recommendation. That you know, five books. That's uh, fantastic. Uh, real self improvement stuff. Yes. 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 Definitely. But also, it's, it's about life skills, you know. So, yeah. Great. Well, tell me, let's go, back to, let's go back to Zambia for a minute. And Airbus, Airbus for Africa, Airbus, Airbus, Airbus Africa Air, community. Airbus, yeah, Airbus Africa community. Just, just give a little bit more information about that. And then I promise I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let you go after this. But I tell you what. You've brought Africa into talk show for talkers, and I'm over the moon. I'm over the moon. I haven't been to Zambia, and uh, the only place in Africa I've been to is Egypt, and that's a terrible thing. But give us give us a bit more information about um, Airbus Africa, please. Um, Airbus Africa community is a volunteer group. It's um what's called an employee resource group. So it's about 600 people at the moment, the membership, and it's people from different parts of Africa who, like me, came over to the West to work um, as students, and they started working um, in in the West, but still maintaining their links uh, in Africa, wherever they are from. But it's not only that, it's anyone, for anyone who's got a special interest or people who've visited. So we have all different kinds of people in the uh, community. And what brings us together is just generally an interest for, for Africa. And different people run different activities for Africa. They support different causes. It just so happens that I'm supporting education, but other people are, do entrepreneurship. Other people do different things that I probably haven't even heard of. <laughs> yeah. Is there a website? At the moment, no, there isn't a, a website. Our activities are fairly still in their infancy. Yeah. But the main website is the um, Airbus for, sorry, the website for, for the company, Airbus. Well, I know a little bit. I mean, everybody does know a little bit about Airbus. But tell me, are you an engineer? Are you and and if so, what kind of an engineer? My first degree was uh, mechanical engineering, and I worked as an engineer for several years. Now I work in IT, which you could say is a different kind of engineering. So now I work in, in IT and what I do is I sit between the end users of IT equipment within the company and the IT specialists. So if there is a requirement for any IT tools by the users in the business, 
I collate, collect the requirements and then pass them on over to the specialists. Or if the specialists have got a solution, I deliver it either through a project, if it needs a project, or if it's just a small thing, I if it's a small thing like a webcam, for example, you know, I make it possible for the end user to to collect that. So whatever is required in terms of IT solutions for the business. Well, that sounds like you need to be a pretty good communicator to <laughs> exactly. the end users yeah. and also developers. You exactly. know, that's that's a great our look. It's been superb talking with you. I I want to just finish by asking you the clubs that you're going to be area director for. Do they include clubs both the two clubs you've been a member of, um, uh, North Hearts or West Hearts? North Hearts. It's not Stevenage. North Hearts and Stevenage speakers. Yes, those are two two of the clubs. Then the others are East Hearts. Then Hertfordshire Speakers, that's four. Then the other one is a corporate club called GSK. Glaxo Smith Klein? Exactly, yes. Ah, right. Well, look, let me wish you from the talk show for talkers, from our team here, have a wonderful year. It has been inspiring to talk to you. You've uh, you've brought all of our listeners a tremendous thoughtful and valuable testimonial to Toastmasters and the benefits that it can bring. And thank you so, so much, Katuta. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. I've really enjoyed it. And it was really good to meet you as well in person in, in Liverpool, having met you online previously. We'll do that again. We'll do that again. Thank you.